episode 170 of the hot nation usa podcast that's a whole bunch of podcasts that's way too many podcasts it's not, <laughs> it's not too many adam what the hell's wrong with you <laughs> we've only done 170 joe rogan's up to like 3004 yeah he also gets paid a lot more than we do sure does <laughs> we have to get the 3004 and then we'll check our bank account and if it's bad then we'll stop yeah we don't we don't have the juice to just say you know what i'm moving to texas Right. And then move to Texas for tax purposes. Well, and any other purposes. Well, you know, California yeah. is burning down. <laughs> fair, fair point. And you can't do comedy. So those are two things that, you know, he enjoys. And that's why he went to Texas. <laughs> I'm still claiming it's because of the taxes. Sure. That's a, that's a number three on that list. Right. <laughs> Alamo Draft House would be number four if the theaters were open. <sighs> Wish we had one of those. Uh, is Virginia, I think, is the closest one. Well, just pop on down there for an evening. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yes, it is episode 170. I'm your host, Steve, and you already heard my co-host, Adam. Yes, we've already been complaining at each other, and, as is tradition. Yes, and if you're listening, you can tell the audio quality isn't the bestest. That means we're on a Zoom call, and that means we do have a guest, though, to compensate. Yes. And this week, our guest is Bill. Hi. If, if that doesn't make any sense to you, let's rephrase that. <laughs> and for most listeners, you may know him as at Cans PGH, the curator and cultivator of all new releases in the Pittsburgh area. That's to me. Creator and cultivator makes it sound so much more important than it is. <laughs> I'm literally going to put that on my like business card when I get one. Yeah. You are the straw that stirs the drink. I, I try. I mean, you know, I, I, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that's me. Uh, I, I post on Twitter and uh, I used to post on Instagram, but not so much anymore. But yeah, I, you know, usually get drunk and make uh, lots of bold statements on Twitter late at night. If it, it, mainly, I would assume people know me from <laughs> at this rate. That sounds very similar to what well, Steve does. Yeah, and I don't have to be drunk to do that either. I make bold statements anytime. That's an or statement. Yeah, it's kind of my my occupation since quarantine began. As a drunken rambler on the internet. Well, I mean, we've we've got three beer drinkers here, so I guess we should talk about what beers we're drinking right now. Yeah. So, so Bill, you are our guest. Uh, we'll let you lead off. What are you drinking? Where'd you get it? How do you like it? I love it. I am drinking uh, Painter Pigment by Dancing Moon, which I may have stated once or twice before, might be my favorite beer of all time, I think. And it's currently in season, so there you go. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, Steve, how about yourself? What do you got going on? I am also drinking something that's PGH local and in a can. I'm drinking The Double Bane of Existence by um, Hitchhiker. Mm. Double bane is a good one for sure. Yeah, look how fancy it looks. Very nice. It is. <laughs> I can put a lot of fancy time into my photography. Uh, say, I, I'm liking the uh, the backlighting you got going on with that thing. Mm -hmm. You you got to make it look epic. Yes. It's got this 
you know, crazy nebula design on the uh, label. But also, it is a 9% double IPA. Ooh. Yeah, that'll kick your ass, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Full disclosure on this, I've been, I started drinking this way before the show. Just, sure. <laughs> oh, all right. Just so it had a little bit more time to set and steep, so I'm not chugging it through one segment. I like it. I, uh, I'll admit, I've been burned by that once or twice as well. Just trying to hammer through something to get to the next one for the next segment. It does yeah. not turn out well. Yeah, not great. No. Uh, the beer on the air hand is very great. Big, flavorful. And obviously, if you're watching on our video element, it looks like juice. Yes, very much so. Correct. Yeah, just frothy juice. <laughs> so, Adam, what are you drinking? So, I have something that is local. I have something that is canned. And I have something that is quite seasonal. Uh, it is the Rivertown Oktoberfest lager. Uh, decided to get it on this because, I mean, it is middle of September. It should be Oktoberfest right now. We should all be down at the Hofbrau House lifting our leaders and making fools of ourselves. But unfortunately, we can't, so we won't. So I have the Rivertown Oktoberfest here. It's like every other Oktoberfest. It's good. I drink more of it. Can we recorrect that to the Penn Brewery and lifting our milk yes. jugs? Yes, we can. <laughs> let's not. <laughs> let's keep it local and not promote the uh, giant chain. <laughs> all right, that's fine. I yeah. All right, the half gallon milk jugs of the Pen Oktoberfest. There you go. <laughs> I'm gonna make a fool of myself at either one. So yes, both. <laughs> Sometimes in the same night. The nice thing. The nice thing about Oktoberfest is it lasts a week, and you have time to do both places. <laughs> yes, and recover in between. Yeah. Yeah, so let's jump right into it. Our guest this week is Bill, from, and he is known as Cans PGH, and he is the curator of new releases and obviously just a general fan of Pittsburgh craft beer. So let's start with a real easy question for you, Bill. Why craft beer? Uh, I, I mean, I like craft beer, so the, the gist of it was uh, – I, it, you know, I, I had been drinking it, and I, uh, so I started reporting about it. I guess technically, but why craft beer? I like that it's local, and I like that there's you know dudes who are running their own little thing that hated their jobs as much as I hated my job, and were like, <laughs> "Fuck it, let's brew beer," and and you know they're in Sharpsburg or uh, Verona or whatever the case may be, like as a born and raised Pittsburgher, that, that aspect of it is that was the main beginning driving force, I think, for me seeking out the various different things that were going on around the city. Um, and yeah, that, that, that's what, uh, that's why craft beer. I could support that fully and completely. So you mentioned here in Sharpsburg, so I'm assuming that's where you're located out of. No, actually. Oh. I'm, I, I, uh, I don't mind driving to Sharpsburg, I guess, is what it comes down to. <laughs> it's not too far. I'm actually out in, like, West Deer Township, which is the way far northeastern corner of Allegheny County. Oh, okay. Still in Allegheny County, but uh, you would be hard-pressed to think it's not Butler County where I'm at, for sure. It's, it's not too far from here. So uh, what's, your, uh, what's your closest brewery, then? Um, you know, the closest one uh, since they opened is the Gibsonia Strange Route. They're, they're not too far mm, okay. in the township, actually. But uh, Leaning Cask is right down in Springdale, which isn't too far either from where I'm located. So those are – I probably am in the middle of those two breweries, I would say. I mean, that's a, 
I said that's a pretty good choice between Lenny Cask and Strange Roots. That's that's not a bad way to be. No, there's nothing to complain about. I mean, I, I'm in a great spot. Uh, you know, if it's in the South Hills, then I, as most Pittsburghers, you know, refuse to cross, not refuse to cross <laughs> river, but it's like, oh, Christ, I got to go all the way over there. So, so you know, Millville, Sharpsburg, and uh, Lawrenceville are all well within reasonable driving distance. So, and, you know, and then the other way to Sarver for uh, um Cellar works, and then you know, if, if I have to, like Butler or Zelianopo again, is you, know, you might as well be the mm. South Hills. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I visit as many as I can. Uh, I, you know, I I don't stay long, and that was in the before times. So you can imagine that I I, 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 uh, I now don't stay uh, at all, <laughs> and, you, know, <laughs> and, and, you know, wasn't impacted by the closing of the tap as I'm not a brewery or someone who really uh, spent much time in the tap rooms beyond, you know, getting pissed I was waiting for cans. It, it was the gist of it. And so, uh, yeah. yeah. Right on. Uh, I mean, that was going to be my, uh, one of my questions tonight is like, how has, you know, the tap rooms closed and impacting you? Because I'm, you know, in very similar uh, fashion that I haven't been to a brewery to sit down. Like I just have picked up cans and leave. Sure, that's sure. it. And I haven't been to a restaurant either. I just pick up food and leave mm-hmm. ever since, yeah, I mean, even though, great. even though there's opening. Yeah. I believe for myself, I have been at one brewery to have a beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, and that was outside at a picnic table, you know, away from everybody else. Uh, but beyond that, it's been stopping in, grabbing cans, and turning right back around and leaving again. It's I don't uh, I I haven't yet done the picnic table. I, I I will probably Strange Roots, which I mentioned over in Gibsonia. They have a huge outdoor backyard, and mm-hmm. two or three times I've been to grab cans and like got a look at it. There's it's not nearly as crowded as I would uh, imagine it was going to be, which makes me almost really want to go there. So, you know, I'll, I'll probably get there sooner than later, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a similar situation. Uh, I went to, to Helicon in Oakdale and they, they have got a nice wide open space that they can use. These people can spread out no problem. And that's, that's pretty much what we did was, all right, this is our table and we're 15 feet away from everybody else. So it's not a problem. At that point, short of someone who's acting, you know, completely inappropriate, you're, you're you know, you're probably going to be just fine. But right. You know, just it's, I mean, I'm stressed out leading up to this Zoom meeting with you guys. Like, going out to eat with my kids, <laughs> like, holy fuck, there's no way. Like, I heard all days. I'm on the fringe, you know, right on the edge. I swear to God, like, it, it would end I wouldn't make it. So let me ask you this. I, in terms of, of the beer itself, during this whole everything, have, have the, the types of beers that you've been drinking and trying, has that changed at all? Have you gotten into different styles or discovered any new breweries? Um, I, I mean, not, not really, I would say. Like, I, I've definitely had more time but I've definitely been doing more drinking. Mm-hmm. And so I think if there's been a alteration of my, uh, you know, preferences, I've sort of lowered the ABV if I can a little bit, because 
I'm drinking more of them, and I figure that's probably for everyone's best interest. Being <laughs> stuck in the house together. Yes. And, um, and I mean, just I, I think not even related to. I mean, who could say? I suppose, but I don't think it's related to current events. I, I've kind of maybe not tired of, but I've slow, slowed down my drinking on the fruited sours. They're not, not well. They're not pastries, sours, but that's what they are. Mm -hmm. Like so sugary, it's ridiculous. I mean, they're fun, and I enjoy them. But now it's I don't buy as many as I used to. But I don't think that's anything to do with the current situation. I think it's just uh, my personal taste waning as mm. uh, has just been a natural, natural yeah. change of taste. That was happening regardless of what's going on <laughs> at the time and with the, you know the falling of the free world. And, and let's be honest with it being summertime. Yes, I understand that all weather is stout weather, but you know it, it's time for some later fare. Until I, I, uh, yeah, I, I'm I, drink what you want. Is a first and foremost, I love it. The, you know, the, the people always crack me up who try to tell someone what they should drink. I just, you know, there's no winning that argument. <laughs> you just need to walk away and shake your head. But I, you know, I'm like. Drink the stouts all fucking year long if you want to. That's your thing. Like, I, I used yes. to really enjoy the light, uh, you know, macro stouts, the, the Guinness of the world, and you know, and even Sammy Smith oatmeal stout is still near and dear to my heart, no doubt. But I haven't bought a micro brew stout in years. Like, I, I can't remember the last one I bought. Maybe something from Hitchhiker, probably with fucking graham crackers in it or something. <laughs> I don't like you know black cloud selling out isn't something I concern myself with it's mm -hmm. you know, not my personal style or taste so mainly an IPA guy so right let me ask you this what what are your feelings on on the black IPAs I've had a few of them I mean like I don't I and they didn't do much for me like hmm. I, and I don't even like you know I will most assuredly sit down and drink a Sierra Nevada Pale Ale and enjoy it for it, for what it is and and you know but I suppose that I should you know there's giant stars and asterisks on IPA <laughs> a thousand versions of IPA are you referring to and, right nobody knows what an IPA is anymore yeah it's it's a very vague term and an easy out as far as I'm concerned if you just call it an IPA like it's uh, slightly lazy in my personal opinion but you I, there was a period of time where i and i still subscribe to it that ipas are can very easily be lazy brewing and i mean i'm not even smart enough to know about the brewing side but i'm I just referring to simply the naming factor like you, you guys made it like is, is there fucking fruit in it and like <laughs> milk sugar in it? all right now that now we got two things we should probably somehow reflect when you said when you write ipa i'm thinking sierra nevada pit but mm -hmm. make no mistake, when I just said I'm an IPA guy, I'm talking hazy orange juice looking, uh, you know, juice bombs. As they're, right. you know, like there's, they're very far from that Sierra Nevada pale ale, but mm -hmm. like miles and miles. But I still use the term for them. So I was going to say, which, which direction would you go on the IPAs? Would you go more of a West Coast or would you go more with the New England? But it sounds like you're more of a West Coast guy. No, see, I'm definitely more of a New England hazy. Oh, 
I am. You weren't even paying attention. <laughs> I, I missed that one. He said I mean, he likes the hazies and orange juice. Listen. He's holding up. He's holding up Dancing Gnome. Of course, he likes I, hazy I and orange so juice. Much. I am a total <laughs> fanboy of Dancing Gnome. There's like a delay on the internet with the Zoom. Like you cut the guy some slack. He's fine. We're good. <laughs> I apologize. No, I screwed the pooch on that one. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, I. I, I like the juicy, sweeter ones that I'm assuming I'm going to, you know, sour on those at some point, and then I'll push back the other way reactively, or, you know, maybe they'll just rot my teeth out, and then I'll just <laughs> never stop drinking them, and that'll be the end. <laughs> so, what is the last, uh, like, West Coast IPA that you have had, though? I mean, it, probably, I think uh, Chew Brew does one with an army guy. <laughs> I was trying to write down beer names before, so I could like talk sounding like I know what I'm talking about because I don't remember any of them. I just, I have mental images. Jungle Boots? Uh, yeah, Jungle yes, Boots. Jungle Boots. Jungle Boots by Shubru was a West Coast IPA. And I, I will 100% admit I bought it thinking it might be a hazy IPA. You know, I was like, eh, we'll give it a try because I, I won't even taste it at the brewery. I'll just buy a four pack and leave and get the hell out of there but that was probably, <laughs> time ago. That was probably a year or two ago since mm-hmm. last west coast ipa that's funny because i've avoid i've avoided buying that one because i thought it was a new england hazy there you go that's an and like i'm more yeah i'm more of a west coast style guy so i just kind of like keep blowing well, past it the whole point if you're, you're the dude that made the beer not you but the guy mm-hmm. if you just write ipa who the fuck knows what you're talking about like it's an excellent <laughs> example where i bought it thinking it was a hazy and you didn't buy it thinking it was a hazy and the damn thing is a west coast ipa like how hard is wc ipa like make up an acronym like me and I pretend everyone knows what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Run with it, you know i mean at the very least you know just include hazy or not hazy or i don't know um, try try to say west coast uh yeah, yeah. It, it, it'll sell better it's like it's put a boot by date on your can for fuck's sake like what well yeah well yeah that's we can have an entire episode just on that <laughs> yeah that's a that's that's like a summit for everybody right. <laughs> just sit down and put the goddamn dates on your cans <laughs> We and all then you, come to an agreement how we're going to do it, what kind of coding we're going to use. Past, moving forward, please. Yeah. Love it, God. Then everybody needs to march on Giant Eagle to make sure they stop putting garbage out. That's the same. <laughs> that's from last year. <laughs> I, could, problem. I could almost guarantee that you could walk into certain Giant Eagles right now and they would have Southern Tier Pumpkin from last year in, <laughs> on the shelves. <laughs> No, I've probably got, right. Rando cans from Giant Eagle that have just not been the beer that we're supposed to be in the can. And I can only assume they sat somewhere underneath a stack of toilet paper for nine months before it made it. <laughs> <laughs> Some stock boy forgot about it and realized, oh, I should put that out. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, now's the time. Hey, it's back in season. Get it back on the shelves. <laughs> Get that money. Yeah. Aged year. They can up the price. They aged it for you. <laughs> So you've already mentioned that you're a big dancing gnome fanboy. Total shill. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, yeah, no, I I pay them on a rent. (laughs) Right on. Uh, What other breweries in the uh, Pittsburgh or PA area, though, that are you big fans of? Oh man, I you know I 
there's not many I'm not fans of, to be honest with you. Like, if you're putting it in cans, like, and, uh, you know, Cinderlands, I love. I love Hitchhiker. I love, you know, obviously Gnome we mentioned. But even, like, you know, Inner Groove down in Verona makes great beer. Every time I've got stuff from them, that Ephraim mentioned uh, Leaning Cask and Cellar Works up in Sarver. Stubru, like, those pixelated IPAs they do are fantastic. Uh, I, I, you know, there's not many I don't like, I'll be honest with you. Insurrection Ale Works is great. Four Points is really good. Uh, Grist House, I didn't say yet. Now I'm trying to think who I didn't say. <laughs> yeah, I say we, we've kind of come to the same conclusion that it's much easier to list the breweries that we don't like. Sure, sure. I'd rather not go into that. But yeah, no, I, same here. Same yeah, we here. we don't. Yeah, we don't really do that on this we show. Don't have that one, but for <laughs> sure, like it's, there's so many, and and anytime, and the ones I leave off more than likely isn't because I have something against them. It's because I just haven't made it there yet. Like you know, mm-hmm. I, I think like uh, abjuration. I made it there like two times since they've been open because McKee's Rocks is, you know. I'm sure a lovely place if you're from there, but not the place that I really feel like driving with the, you know, the wife and kid per se, for instance, mm-hmm. or um, even just by myself. Like there's some places that due to distance or other mitigating circumstances, I just really don't get out to as often enough or haven't even made it yet. Like Spring Hill Brewery is one that comes to my mind often that I've never tasted their beer. Like they're, you know they might they might be on tap places i don't know because i don't go to bars or anything like mm-hmm. if, if your cans aren't being advertised on the internet then i don't know you <laughs> have them and, and therefore i probably haven't tasted your beer unless i ended up there for you know some other reason i'd love to get there it looks like an awesome spot and like i actually have family my dad like grew up on was born and raised on spring hill like back in the you know, 50s or whatever. Yeah, I would love to go visit their spot and sit in their grass and hang out on their picnic tables because it looks really cool. And their beer makes me slight, but, but their beer makes me slightly nervous in name only. They like use like, you know, ancient bread loaf recipes from the Mayans or some shit to make like, <laughs> crazy like like tea ales and, and like, you know, I'll, I'll try anything if it's only like four or five percent, which is most of them are fairly light ABV. So I'd like to go but I haven't made it yet. So I can't add them to my favorite places in Pittsburgh West, but, and from any of the others as well. I say we, we've kind of run into that because uh, Steve and I are both on the west side of the city. So okay. for us to get over on the, e- on the east side, uh, getting over into to Delmont and getting down to like Bloom Brew and stuff like that, that, you know, that's a, that's a trip to get out there. And we've, we've been lucky enough to, to have some of those breweries at, at, you know, beer festivals and stuff like that. But to be able to get to the breweries themselves. So what's like the local one for you guys? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to like, like. So for me, the closest one would be Helicon. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I've never been there. I went to Insurrection once. And like, as we were leaving, I was like, we could totally go to this other one. With <laughs> she was like, no, we're going home. I don't know where the hell we are. Get <laughs> I'd say Insurrection is probably the second closest one. Okay. Uh, well, I'll walk that back a little bit. Insurrection is probably the second closest active one, but Grist House, second location in Collier Township, they are the second closest to pick up beer. Sure, no, it's right there. Like, when, when I went... 
they invited me to come visit their their new spot one time like back a long time ago actually mm-hmm. but uh I mean, not a long time ago, but I mean, it was when they first announced it and had it, and like they were on the news and shit about it. Like, it was like one of the first things that ever happened to Cannes Pittsburgh was like this house. It was like, oh, you need to come to our media event. And I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. Come to your new brewery and check it out. Like, but yeah. Um, when I went, I thought immediately, I was like, these people who had insurrection in Helicon are making out like bandits. They're like scoring a giant Christ house. Like, this is pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I could tell you that it's it's going to be more difficult trying to figure out which one to go to, sure. or more importantly, which one to go to first when everything goes back to normal and we can do that. Yes, no, it's, uh, I, you know, I hope that we get there eventually, but I am probably yes. the least confident person on fucking earth. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> just resigned myself that I'll reside in Animal Crossing re- exclusively moving <laughs> forward for the remainder of the Well, We're hey, gonna... then when good things happen, then you'll be extra happy because you weren't confident that good things were ever going to happen. There may, my, my shrink may say there's something to do with the statement. <laughs> I, I like it. We'll just end up in that, in that cyber world from Ready Player One. Sure. So we're going to have to bone up on all our 80s references. Exactly. Do you really have to, Adam? I mean, hey, no, not really. That's all you that's all you live in. Your your all your references stop at 2003, so Yeah, cuz that's when the good times stopped. <laughs> I, I don't disagree with this guy. I'm going to yeah, 2003 was when the body started aching, and that's when, you know, waking up the next morning after tying one on started to hurt a lot more. 2003, I was 18. I was not. <laughs> that's so sad. <laughs> Sorry. You're going to depress it every day. You're going to depress everybody being old. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's, it, quit being ageist. Yeah, no. It's cool to be. All ages. right. All right. Let's nah, uh, well, cool. Thanks to us all. <laughs> Damn it. So much. Uh, all right. Well, what do you guys, uh, we'll wrap this segment up a little bit, but let's, let's go back to the beers we were trying. Yes. Uh, for this segment. Uh, Steve, how was the, uh, what was that? The double band you were drinking? Back to the double burn. Uh, yeah, it's pretty fantastic. I, I don't know what you want me to say about it people who are listening because if you're listening to us then more than likely you've already been drinking bane from hitchhiker and double bane's just that but extra so i don't uh (laughs) (laughs) what more do you want what more do you want (laughs) i like double bane double bane i think is one of the better double versions of something that we always do right uh like lustra i think is uh, better than double lustra now i love double lustra but like i think if you're gonna drink it all the time you can only have one or the other i'm going standard lustra over double and i feel like you could do double bane all the time and you could replace bane with that and it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world because it's, it's yeah you know, you know what i'll agree with you on that bill because like we also ran into that just last week where we had the king sue from uh, Toppling yes. Goliath, which was okay. the double version of Pseudo Sue. Mm-hmm. And I was saying Pseudo Sue, I just find I just found that better. Sure. But I'll agree with you. I think double bane is better than regular bane. 
So, I mean, yeah. you can't drink six ba- double bangs the way you could really try. Fucking try me. <laughs> <laughs> you can do anything if you really want to. I agree with you, but I, I uh, that the flavor profile I'll go with to sound like I know what the fuck I'm talking about. I think on double bang is, you know, it's uh, it's it's definitely gone way more to it, and it's it's a it's a really really good beer. Yeah, it's it's also incredibly smooth for being nine percent. Exactly, that's what it is. Like some some of them, like you know, they just bite you in the back of the throat, and you're like, "Holy heck!" I thought you were going to be sweet. And like it's it's you know. Like, it's so crazy. Steve, Steve, I do have one suggestion for you. Yeah. Uh, before you release this video, mm-hmm. is it possible to take the uh, the nebulous of the baiting uh, can? Yeah. And put that into your floating space head. It's possible. Okay, I'll work on it. If you did. <laughs> be a lot cooler if you did. <laughs> I got to unwrap this label. I got to take a picture of it. I got to put it into the After Effects, but we'll see. <laughs> you need to drink more double bands. Yes. Yeah. yeah he, Adam just made a shitload of work for me. Uh, <laughs> I'm just anyway. throwing it out there. That's all. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Adam, how's your drink? Uh, it's good. Rivertown Oktoberfest. Like I said, uh, it's an Oktoberfest. I don't think I've ever had a bad Oktoberfest, and this one stays right in that category. Uh, it's the perfect time of year for it. I like it. I'm glad I have one or two more left in the fridge, but uh, I'm also ready for, for something else. Rivertown is Helltown now, right? Like that's, yes. Helltown bought Rivertown. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. And, and I believe they retained the, the, the naming rights as oh, well. So like they're, they bought the whole thing and like just mm-hmm. kept the recipes and kept making them. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. The Lock only thing in two barrels. Yeah. The only thing Helltown didn't buy was like a couple restaurant spaces and yeah. those wouldn't really do them that, that <laughs> they wouldn't do them that well right now. So yeah, nope. they, they locked out on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very much so. Oh, yeah, nice prognostication there, but uh, yeah. Bill, how's the painter's p- pigment? The painter's pigment is, as I already said, my favorite beer that Pittsburgh makes. I'm 99% sure. And my dad, who drinks Science City, is furious. I would state such sacrilege out loud. Like, <laughs> as usual, um, I think we're, what is, I have no idea what day of the week it is anymore. I thought it was March until you said something about September. <laughs> so. Uh, we're about, they're about a week old, I think, at this point, which is where they start really kicking in. They, I, I understand the concept of brewery and space and money and packaging, so they push them out slightly earlier than they should, I think. Uh, and Painter's Pigment is the one that I always realize, notice, and try to hide them from myself so I can let them chill for like 10 days because that's when I feel like they really take off. And it's the, the Strata Hops is what's in there. It's Strata and Citra and the 7% IPA uh, that is painter pigment. And uh, after like nine or 10 days, it tastes like you have a giant nugget of the dankest weed you've ever smelled in your life. (laughs) That is what the strata hops, I think. A lot of people use it and I feel like they, their recipe makes it taste more, smell and taste more like that than anyone else's, which is why I keep going back to it. Phenomenal is my answer. Sorry it took so long to say. No, it's good. It's no. <laughs> it's 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 good, and it's good for your brand because what you're trying to do is entice people to drink Pittsburgh beers. So if you can entice people with, I am yeah, I'm, dank I'm ass brand. pineapple weed <laughs> <laughs> beer, then yeah. Sure. All right. 
All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back segment two. We're going to talk a little more beer with Bill from Cannes PGH and we'll have some more beers to talk about as well. So we'll be right back. First Sip Brew Box is a one-of-a-kind subscription service for craft beer lovers based right here in Pittsburgh. Every month, First Sip will send you a box full of craft beer enthusiast essentials, including t-shirts, glassware, and even food. Right now, our friends at First Sip Brew Box have an offer for you. Just sign up for a three-month subscription and get your fourth month free. Just enter the code HOPUSA when you sign up at firstsipbrewbox.com. That's H-O-P-U-S-A at checkout to get your fourth month free at firstsipbrewbox.com. Welcome back to episode 170 of the Hop Nation USA podcast. It is segment two, and we're still here with Bill, a.k.a. at CansPGH on the Twitter, curator of all things Cans and Pittsburgh. <laughs> curator. curator. Say, we're going we're gonna to come up with all sorts of taglines for you. Mm-hmm. I love it. Someone needs to do some work around here. That is, <laughs> it is not me. Look, I, I am sadly firmly entrenched in the world of marketing and branding and using fucking buzzwords to sell yourself. So, there you go. Yeah, I'm, I'm very, uh, I'm also very anti that stance when it comes to this podcast. So I don't, so, don't use those. Our paradigm will not be shifted. Yeah, our paradigm will not be shifted. We won't engage in groupthink. We won't uh, become rock star ninja editors. So, yeah, none of that will happen. (laughs) Thank you. But uh, what we will do, though, is drink another beer. Yes. So, Bill, (laughs) what do you have for segment two? Segment two, we're going to step it up a notch. So, two, we're going with the double. Uh, We are drinking Master of Oranges by Aslan Beer Company out of Herndonan, Virginia. They used to be, but now they write Alexandria, Virginia, which is way easier to say, so I'll go with that. Aslan is uh, something that was out of reach last year. Uh, It recently has Steel City beer distributors based out of Lawrenceville. They're the ones that bring in a lot of the rando uh, stuff from out of town. And, and they had announced they were bringing in Aslan, but draft only, probably six months ago. And then clearly things changed, and we started getting cans up here. So I, I picked this up in my local beer distributor uh, just last week, actually. And I think it's fairly fresh, because right? there's no dates on it, Aslan. Of course. <laughs> yeah. But you can go to their Instagram and see when they've released things, which if you were a Pittsburgh beer drinker, I would highly recommend checking Aslan's Instagram feed and seeing when they release that beer you're about to purchase that just showed up in Pittsburgh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's an inside tip. I, I like that. That's yeah. my only advice on that. That's a good one. But uh, it is. Yeah, we, we will concur, though, that we do like Aslan. We've had them on the show before, even before they made it to the Pittsburgh market, because we had some nice friends who would drive to Virginia. But, sure. uh, yeah. Get some good old-fashioned bootlegging for us. No, yeah. for sure. My, my, my friend uh, moved to Maryland, like, uh, you know, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, Maryland, that little mm-hmm. tiny sliver of it. And, and we've made some day-long journeys down to Aslan and Ocelot and uh, – Crooked something is down there. And crooked he was, stave? Cro- no, is not it crooked, crooked stave? Mm. I feel like it's like 
I don't know what it is. That, All I can think I of is crooked tongue, but I know that's not right. No, yeah. I can't think what it is. It's right in that same Ocelot and, and Aslan area, not down on Alexandria, but where they were originally in the in in, industrial park. Mm-hmm. It's in Herndon. Herndon. Herndon and... <laughs> I went to a kid in college who was like from South America and his name was Hernan. And like, that's all I can say when I try to say Herndanan. <laughs> Hernan is all I think. Um, it's okay. Yeah. All we do, all we do is this uh, Swedish chef impression. Herndan, Herndan, Herndan. All things Muppets are good as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> and speaking of Muppets, Steve, what are you drinking? Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, I am drinking, though, something else that is in a can, but also is not PGH. I picked up, a, I picked up some Dragon's Milk White, hmm. which is the white stout version of the Dragon's Milk. It is still barrel-aged, but it's also 6%. Uh, you know, it's okay. Um, I'm sad to report. I'm actually kind of disappointed by it. Let it warm up. That's... I'll try. I'll try, but it. Uh, That's good advice, especially on a stout. What is a white stout like? So that's just like not dark grains, and like, is that how you do that? Pretty much. Uh, the main ingredient, really, of a white stout is almost always going to be flaked oat. Oh. And that's and that's how you get that creamy, uh, okay. like kind of that creaminess of a stout. But sure. like you said, they remove anything that would be like a chocolate. Uh, a chocolate malt or a roasted barley they would take all those out and just stick to you know other other grain bills but yeah this one i don't know it's not the it has a nice barrel aftertaste to it but it doesn't have much in the way of like a a nice white stout it's not very creamy and it, the flavor profile is overall ch- uh, kind of lacking so yeah, I don't know. I really love the regular Dragon's Milk, but this is not uh, hitting it for me. Hmm. Yeah. Now, who makes that? What the, what New Holland. Called? New Holland. That's what I like. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the Twitter handle, I am not only a drinker of cans or Pittsburgh beers. If <laughs> you were like, oh, both, you've mentioned it, it can from a can, and then on Twitter, people were like, dude, that's a bottle release. I'm like, son of a bitch. It's like someone releasing. <laughs> <laughs> Quit being so pedantic. Yeah, it's just beer. Like, I like strangers. They put it in bottles. I'm like, a little bit, right? They expect you to start a whole new Twitter handle and manage that. Bottles PGH. <laughs> It was like literally out of just pure frustration. I like tried to go, yeah, cans. Just, just the cans. I thought it, I was pissed you couldn't go somewhere and figure out what cans were being released today. And here we are, I suppose, is the answer to that. Hey, it's a it's a good way to go about things because I know we just follow we followed you just for that. Oh so, yeah. So yeah, yeah, you're you're half of our information for us. <laughs> fantastic it cracks me up every time like someone you know says that it, it boggles my mind it, it, you know that's why i keep doing it because people follow along and that that's very interesting and you know it's literally like it's like a social experiment basically like uh, you know i just started posting it because i figured if no one else was doing it then i should try because i wanted the answers and I was you know, making like spreadsheets for myself and shit. I was like, well, I should tell someone else. This. <laughs> Spread the love. Well, I couldn't buy all the cans. I was like, there's too many this week. I can't get them all. And the, you know, at that point, I was like, I have to do something with this information. Nice. 
still helpful. Oh, Adam, absolutely. <laughs> what, are you, uh, so what are you drinking? I, I am going a bit off of what you guys are doing for this segment where I did stay in the Pittsburgh area, um, going to Yellow Bridge, yeah. and I have their, their YB Pills. Yes, classic. I like absolutely. that. Absolutely. And I, I'll admit I have had this beer once before, and through discussions with some friends, I believe this is the ultimate beer to drink with a pizza. With a what? With a pizza. Oh, okay. I, I think I like this it. is one of the best pizza beers out there. Hmm. See, I just watched another episode of yours where you guys were trying to come up with food pairings. You really dropped the ball because you should have saved the YB pills for the pizza pairing. Oh, don't worry. There's more coming down the pike on that one. There you go. See that? Tease, tease. Little teaser. <laughs> I know what's going on. I'm in show business. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just a 4.3% lager. It's just a, just a happy little pills, and it's, it's a good one. I like it. I'm a fan. There you go. Hmm. I love Yellow Bridge. Like, I've only been out, again, that's somewhere I've been one single time. Like, we mm. left Monroeville Mall. I was like, I got a crazy idea. We're going to go home this way. And, <laughs> you know, we hit two or three on the way, and that's the last, first and last time I've been to Yellow Bridge. I'd love to make it back. It's not even that far. It's just completely out of my circle of pretending like I'm on my way somewhere else. Right. And to be perfectly honest, how often do you go to Delmont? Sure. Sure. It's a lovely little town and Yellow Bridge makes great beer, but it's never really a destination. Yeah, it's out in the middle of nowhere. I mean, mm -hmm. I've driven through more like to, to go play golf other than, you know, and like I said, from an, from Monroeville Mall, you can make kind of a big loop to get back to me. You know, <laughs> the, I think I hit Yellow Bridge, and then we hit Connie Creek on the way because those oh, okay. might lead you back to my, you know, uh, area. Mm -hmm. I, I will say that I've been lucky that uh, Yellow Bridge has now come to this side of the city via distribution. Mm -hmm. uh, that's one of the silver linings of well, 2020 in general is that a lot of the breweries that I haven't seen out. I have been unfortunately forced to get into canning. Oh, no, for sure. They distribution. Yeah, no, they, they, they have to survive. Yes, but me as a selfish consumer, I'm happy to see it. It's, I can't argue with your point. And I am happy to support. Cheers to that. Well, now that we're done having a J.O. Fest for all the Pittsburgh breweries, I wanted yeah. to get outside of Pittsburgh this segment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's kind of why I picked the New Holland, but and I'm also glad that Bill picked the Aslan. But uh, should have sent the memo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. But uh, Bill, I just wanted to get more into you know your beer knowledge and your beer history, and okay. you seem to be about around the same age as Adam and I. So obviously, you did not grow up drinking Pittsburgh beer. No, so, I did not. So where did you start, and where kind of did your in uh, you know infatuation for uh, craft beer come from? Well, I mean, I, I didn't start with craft beer, I'll be honest. It was, you know, my my father is a born and bred Pittsburgher. We had a half barrel of Iron City on tap in the beer fridge in the garage my entire life. Uh, I am old enough that uh, with parental uh, permission and supervision, there may have been some teenage birthday parties that we were allowed to imbibe from the keg of Iron City beer. So uh, that's where it began. Uh, I think you know, leaving uh, Iron City or PBR, uh, you know, once you get to college and you're, you're paying for it yourself, which is some bullshit. Uh, 
the PBR, uh, you know, Keystone was still real big then. <laughs> Keystone Ice. And we did the variety pack where we'd get Keystone, Keystone Light, and Keystone Ice. So something for everybody. Oh, and, a, a sampler. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, but I think it got fancy with, to be honest, I, Fish, the band Fish. When, when I was done with high school, I went and started uh, wasting my time and following them around the, the various states of our country and seeing them often. And at that point, uh, Sammy Smith Oatmeal Style, which I already mentioned, was literally the pinnacle of beer you could buy on lot at a fish show. Uh, and, you know, I invariably gravitated towards it and started drinking it. And then, uh, you know, they were not, I think, $90 cases back in like the early 2000s at like Joe's Beer on Route 8 or whatever. Like, <laughs> So uh, Newcastle Brown became like the, the substitute for something dark and not Guinness, which I, I always liked Guinness at that point, like had no issues with Guinness. But, and it was the easiest to find if you were out like, a, a, you know, an Applebee's or something like that. If you wanted to try to drink something, like if you wanted something dark, it was more than likely going to be a Guinness. Um, but yeah, um, and then, you know, it was basically that. So Newcastle Brown is, like, from Mellinger's, is, like, kind of the, the pinnacle of college craft beer, as far as I'm concerned. And then uh, I kind of, you know, I, I didn't, you know, I, it, there was a Sam Adams or two here and there. They may have done, like, a strawberry blonde back in the day that I kind of would buy cases of and get made fun of for having the beer with pink labels. <laughs> but... I kind of like chilled out and didn't drink a whole lot. Like I got bored with it for a while. Uh, I'm a huge not drinking and driving guy. So like if there was a huge period of time where I like was just like, I just won't. And didn't drink probably for, you know, a couple of years. Um, when I first got married and, you know, we'd go out, I was always just the designated driver. And that when I got back into it, that it was the, the local Pittsburgh craft sheet, maybe like two uh Three years ago, total, you know, I started paying more attention, seeing what was going on, tasting some of the stuff. Uh, you know, years gone by, like I had friends who had gone to it, East End Brewing back when I feel like it was, you could go like pay money and brew your own barrel with them, like back in like the early 2000s. Like, and, you know, that, that was very interesting. Scott from East End was like sending out like all text newsletters on the regular and you could only go fill a growler and it. I think that started the like thought and love of someone local who was like, you know, just going for it and really trying to stand it <laughs> to, you know, make beer and make a living. And I mean, dudes, I, I don't, I can't speak to someone's individual wealth or well-being, but I sure hope that the guy who Scott for me is doing well enough because he's still at it, you know, and they're they're bigger than they've been ever, I would assume. Um, but yeah, that. Uh, it was. I probably got back into it probably two or three years ago, and literally when Dancing Gnome started, you know, came up and about, and like people started talking about limes and and sharpsburg uh, for cans of beer, and I was <laughs> me and my brother-in-law on Saturday. I was like, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Do you want to go figure out what's going on? <laughs> we went and stood in line, bought cans, you know, four packs each, and like it was a uh, Infant Highway was the first one I tried. Mm. I don't know what the fuck's in this beer, but like we have, I have so many questions for the internet, and like, you know, <laughs> digging in further and 
couple months went by and I was mad that I kept not getting cans from dancing them because I'd go and they'd laugh at me because they sold out like days ago and I was pissed that I couldn't Google where they were, who has cans. So <laughs> I dug in further and here we are. The, uh, that's my craft beer story, I suppose. So are, uh, aside from, from being on the road and all the, the beers that you had on the road, are there any breweries outside of Pittsburgh that you really enjoy and try to look for and get after? I mean, not like, you know, since for forever. I, we, I went and caught a Humphreys McGee one, show one time at Bell's Brewery out in Kalamazoo, Michigan. And you know, it was, we happened to be, at Bell's Brewery. I was on Umphrey's tour and we were seeing oh. <laughs> like, you know, we ended up in the beer garden at Bell's. It was right on the railroad tracks. It was fairly small. It was probably like, I don't know. My wife would tell me what year it is, but I'm going to guess 2009 or 10, like, you know, probably 10 years ago. But I mean, it was a great time. Um, but not so much back then. Like these days, if we go on vacation or something, like I'll, we were in Delaware recently, and I, you know, I hit up the Deweys, and uh, we went Dogfish Head, but then we ended up at some, uh, I can't remember what the hell it was called. It was some local little spot in, like, Rehoboth Beach, where we were. The name's escaping me now, but it, it was a great little spot. I ended up going back there, like, three or four times. Oh, nice. Kush was in... Uh, not Frederick, Maryland, but Maryland, the, the part I was talking about, it's a local one for my buddy who moved down there as a teacher. And, and they make great beer. Every time he comes back like to visit, like he brings me a case of random Kushwa cans, and it's, I've not had something bad from them yet. Let's say up in that little nook, that, that theoretically could be done in a day trip. Oh, for sure. No, I'm yeah. thinking. Where my buddy's at, I mean, it's maybe two and a half, three hours. You know, I'm, I'm a, a map and road nerd, but it used to be three hours, and they finally opened a, a connector of 219 down there through, like, Somerset area, and, like, now you can do it in two and a half. They, like, ah, okay. half an hour with, like, a new highway they've been trying to make since, like, 74 or some shit. I say, for me, I, my, my thought is always go to Breezewood, take 70 down, down in the Hancock, and boom, you're there. That's exactly right. That's, that's exactly where you're at. Steve, you want to keep talking maps? Because I could do this all night. I mean, I, I'm hesitant <laughs> to. I was going to say, I did used to, uh, when I was working for Safelight, I did it, used to have to drive through Somerset, down into Maryland, and then back up into Bedford. So I know like a lot of the backwoods, but <laughs> this is like, it's interesting to the 50 people that live in that area of Maryland. <laughs> yeah, it's about 60 to 70. I think you're right. There's, right, there's yeah. not a lot of people in that area. It's very targeted marketing. Yeah. Very beer. They, they pull people from all over. So you mentioned, you know, you, you've gone around the country and I, I did want to jump back just a little bit, just say like, sure. Yeah, that Samuel Smith's Oatmeal Stout is, like, that was one of the early ones for me as well. Really? That's awesome. It's a really good beer. <laughs> it's fantastic. I still buy the Giant Eagle sometimes. I'll like yeah. all my four packs, and I'll, like, walk past it, and I'll see, like, the, what is it, 24-ounce bomber or whatever they call it. $2.99 or $3.99. I'm like, what? These are, like, $12 on the lot. <laughs> this thing. I'm so excited every time. Yeah, it's no longer the $90 case anymore. It's pretty pretty cheap and accessible, so yeah, mm -hmm. good, for, good for that one. <laughs> I'll tell you, though, I haven't had a Newcastle Brown in Ooh. years. Yeah, now that I think about it, it's it's been a couple years for myself as well. Agreed. Agreed. It's I probably saw, been 
It has a yeah. different label now, and I was nervous. It doesn't taste the same. I, ha- I haven't tried it yet. So. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't yeah. remember what it tastes like anyway. <laughs> so have you been on any, like, uh, any? have you taken any vacations to, like, a state, or have you done any, like, specific beer trips, or is it just all been coincidental? Like I'm following a band and I'm now, Oh, Hey, I'm bells. Yeah. Back then. Definitely. Cause beer wasn't even on my radar. Like, you know, I drank a few of bells, but it wasn't like I was there to get cans or anything. Um, but yeah, no, well, I mean, like, yeah, I'm old, I'm like 40 something. So I have a wife and a kid and like, you know, they don't want to go to a brewery. That, that's insane. He wants to go play with like Legos and, and amusement parks and shit like that. So then I have to find a beer garden or whatever locally. And then hope that the day everyone's so tired, like when we were in Delaware, I just happened to scoot down to Ocean City real fast because <laughs> doing like a quad dream collaboration with other half release on like a Friday and like, you know, I have a very understanding wife who is a sweetheart. And I was like, look, I'll be gone for three hours. That's not that big of a deal. And <laughs> be obliged, thankfully. And then, you know, I had to explain away a $160 case of beer after the fact. <laughs> but not, you know, one problem at a time and we'll, we'll get through this. And hey, that, that is market research. That's tax deductible. I, agree. I, I wish that I didn't just use TurboTax to do my taxes. <laughs> Yeah, you get look, you gotta you gotta think about expanding the franchise into Cairns, Maryland, in Cairns, Delaware, you know? <laughs> Cairns Rehoboth. <laughs> when I first started, like one of the first internet people that was like, you know, not nice to me, like people are mean to me, but like reached out and was like, Oh shit, this is awesome. Was it, he's on Twitter and uh, I think Instagram too, like PA Brew Review mm-hmm. and like He's a super nice kid. Like we continue to talk, like still to the day, you know, to this day. But back in the beginning, it was like, oh, I've been trying to do this for the whole state. Like you should do Philly too. And I was thinking, like, man, like I hate this for Philly. Like, I don't hate it, but it's a lot. Like you know, it's a it's constantly weighs on my, you know, oh shit, you need to deal with that this week, idiot. Like you still <laughs> haven't done that, and you know, I, I could not foresee expanding at this point in time. I'm just some dude who's currently teaching his kids kindergarten here at home and you know, <laughs> trying to squeeze like siphoning breweries, email newsletters and tweets and Instagram posts into my stupid notepad app on my phone and like reformatting it to like get it out in some semblance of making sense in a timely fashion before you know, I'm no longer relevant. <laughs> Well, I think I think you're you still got a long time of being relevant because at this point nobody else has collated all this stuff together. But I will say you're lucky that you got the jump on it when you did because otherwise our previous co-host Sam might have taken your mantle. Because I'll tell you what, yeah, he's on. He has pretty much every newsletter. He'll tell me any release that I ask. I just don't ask because I always get it from you first. <laughs> I would like to follow your friends there, maybe in case I miss one. Maybe oh, no, he, no, he doesn't have social media. That's what I'm saying is because you exist, he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it for, he doesn't do it for others. He only does it for himself. Just gathering all the newsletters and keeping all that knowledge to himself. 
I, I was totally Sam, and I was just blown. I literally, it was like one of the first things ever I Googled, and I was like, wait, what do you mean, like, this isn't there? Like, I just kept digging. Because I figured someone did it. Like, the Craft Pittsburgh Magazine, do they still make that? Or does that, like, and I don't know. I, I mean, if they do, it's it still wasn't even a weekly release. So yeah. that, I mean, yeah, yeah. not a terrible help there. No, exactly. Yeah. And that, those very local Pittsburgh people, they're pretty awesome. Like, they, they're, mm-hmm. they're like, you know, nice to me, again, nice and air close. Like, I, but, you know, they retweet everything and, and you know, like and, and mention and, you know, we interact. Um, but, yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I was thinking someone might ask me to like come have a desk at their office and like do this for them. <laughs> Just, yeah, it's a real half-ass attempt. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> at best. I mean, I don't think you need to go have a desk anymore. Everybody can just work from home. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, even looking on like the the Pittsburgh beers subreddit, I don't know if you've ever been on that. I but, do. Like, yeah. They don't. They don't have. They don't have like a collated list mm-hmm. either. So yeah, there yeah. Was a guy who did it for a while. I mean, a guy. I don't know if he's a guy. It could have been a female. I, you know, a person on Reddit used to do the weekly posts, and they would like they would pin them to the top of it. Like it was a while ago, the last time. Excuse me, I saw it, but he's still posting them. Because at one point I posted them, and then he was posting them, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like this guy's doing this already. Like I don't want to piss him off. Like so I just like stopped, and like you know, I would add things to his thread. I don't know when he stopped, but I, I would. You know, I stopped in the other day. I'm on Reddit all the time, but it's usually just like scouring Animal Crossing turnip prices or some bullshit. And, uh, <laughs> I, I popped into the pit. You know, someone posted on the Pittsburgh Beers subreddit, and they were like, "Hey, any releases this week?" I was like, "Oh fuck! I just posted my thread, dude." Like, <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, well. there is. <laughs> How I'm can a I dunk help? on this fool. <laughs> And like five people that like, followed me on Twitter that night. I was like, this is definitely all this I like it. Like, this is awesome. Nice. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, and for all our, you know, international and, you know, other side of the country listeners, follow Cans PGH anyway because you get to know what's coming up when you come into town, if you come into town. That's right. See what's going on in the Pittsburgh beer scene. When what? travel resumes. Yes. <laughs> yes. And in the Cans PGH, that's, that is what will get you there. And speaking of, I did have a question because I was perusing through, through your, your Twitter profile and you made a post a couple of days okay. about you had a crowler and you had a bunch of vent holes on the top of it. What was the story behind that? I, that, uh, I think I know everything, <laughs> and I decided to tell the Twitter that that, I believe, is the way to roll on your crowd. They, they, they glug and spill no matter how much you try. Maybe they don't for you, and if that's you, awesome. Keep it up. You're doing a hell of a job. Oh, no, I'm terrible at pouring those. For me, every time I crack one open, like it's, I lose some. And then when I'm pouring it, even like trying really hard at the right angle when I got the glass at the angle or over the sink, and the shit's dripping everywhere. And like, I'm so mad because I just drove all the way over to freaking Brew Gentleman and it took me like two hours round trip. And like, here's beer dripping down in my sink because like I'm apparently <laughs> not able to pour from can to glass. So that's my pro tip. I, I take an old school can opener that has the, the punchy like, pointy triangle like an old p38 
I don't know what a P38 is, but like the, the you know, the, the short thing. Just say yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure it's right. I couldn't imagine it's not. I mean, you're the fucking name. <laughs> yeah, hit the top of it, uh, you know, at least once or twice, if you're crazy or neurotic like me, go four or five, because what the fuck else you got going on? And then, yes, it glugs, and it doesn't spill nearly as much, and the 32 ounces or 25 and a half ounces that are a 70, 750 milliliter crowler don't pour out of that tiny little mouth hole they give you correctly unless you add more air to it. Personal opinion. No, that's not personal opinion. That is correct. And that's why I'm sure that's why Adam brought it up because something that our damn boomer parents didn't pass down to us <laughs> from the days before electric can openers was that you had to punch both sides of a can mm -hmm. to pour it correctly. Mm -hmm. I, I, I do have memories. I do have memories of my grandparents pouring juice from yeah. a can and that's how you do it. Yep. Tomato juice. I remember drinking mm -hmm. out of like a Campbell's suit size can with mm -hmm. a triangle on both ends of that son of a bitch to pour it out of there. Yeah. But that's something the boomers didn't pass down to us. God Here's damn Steve it. B being an ageist again. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we have to blame them for that and the poop stool i'll bring up the poop stool at another time but Thank if you, you. Don't, if you don't know about using a stool when you go to the bathroom <laughs> i know about this it's 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 since been reinvented as the squatty potty but well i was gonna say squatty potty when you said poop anything i think of poop night from reddit and i was very <laughs> I just wanted to back away before that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's let's steer clear of the doo-doo talking. And let's get back to the beers that we were drinking this segment. And let's start with Adam. How has your beer treated you? The only way that uh, I could improve on, on this beer is if I had a slice of pizza with me. But eating on a podcast is not good. So I'm not going to. Thank you. So, yeah, I, I'd be yelled at in a text message later if I did. <laughs> no, I'd, I'd address it on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, the, the YB Pills by Yellowbridge, I like it. If you're a fan of just straight down the middle lagers, just a, you know, just a good, easy drinking pills, get it. You'll like it. I like it. Right on. Uh, for me, uh, the New Holland Dragon's Milk White Stout, it, it, it just didn't, uh, I don't know, it doesn't float my boat. I tried to really get into it. I like white stouts because if you listen to the episode where we had the hitchhiker point of confusion, boy, oh boy, I really wish I had that beer right now. That beer but, is a heavy hitter too. Yeah, that beer is a killer. Is there a date on the dragon's milk white? There is not. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, no, actually, hold on. I'm wrong. Oh, I, I didn't oh. look proper. Here he goes uh, lying again. I know. I'm correcting the record. It was <laughs> it was canned July 6, 2020. Oh, so. no, that's completely fresh. Yeah, it's completely fresh. It, and it's again, it's a stout. So yeah. yeah. Now nah, it's you, just you it's, got time. It's just the, the the overall flavor wasn't great. It does have a really nice barrel back end, but the overall flavor of the stout doesn't uh, really do it for me. So that's all. Normal aged white stout. You're losing me already. Like it, yeah. They, I don't know they took that. a risk. <laughs> they took yeah. a risk, but it didn't pay off. I don't know that we'll see this one again. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bill, how's uh, your Aslan? Well, 
it's empty and it's <laughs> fantastic i still have a little left the uh the master of oranges as it is known is the uh mashup between double orange starfish and master of karate which is a it's all we're sunny in philadelphia reference which is thumbs up in my opinion oh, okay and, so this wasn't a metallica reference neat yeah. <laughs> i'm good with that <laughs> not, not a metallica reference um and regarding my earlier statements, this would be the most recently listed on their Instagram feed of all the recent cans that came to Pittsburgh. Just throwing that out there. Right on. It was excellent. I enjoyed every second of it. Nice. 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 Well, coming up in segment three, it's time once again to do the fantasy fridge draft. And this week we'll be doing it with Bill from Cans PGH. Yeah, I'm ready. He'll he'll be joining us, and uh, so stay tuned. We'll come back segment three with the 2020 Hop Nation USA Fantasy Fridge Draft. (laughs) Are you tired of watching the same old awesome movies? Are B movies more your style? Then the folks over at They Call This a Movie have you covered. Join us every Thursday as we review the worst of the worst in sci-fi, action, comedy, and more. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and Podbean at theycalledthisamovie.podbean.com. They called this a movie, testing the strength of friendships, one terrible movie at a time. Welcome back to episode 170 of the Hob Nation USA podcast. It's segment three, and we're still here with Bill, also known as Cans PGH. And it's third segment, so it's time for a third beer. And so, Bill, what do you have as your third beer? Number three tonight is going to be Mutant Temple by Strange Roots, which is a IPA dry hopped with Citra, 5.3%. Okay. Because the, the lower ABVs are really, you can't, it, you know, it's like almost nine o'clock at night. Like I <laughs> since school ended at three p.m. Like at, at this rate, they got to be low. <laughs> you got to coast down a bit. Yeah, right. downshift. All about that ugly. glide path. Yeah, it's ugly later if not now. <laughs> little forethought helps. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you one thing. Those uh, Strange Roots IPA cans have been really drawn upon heavy metal. Yes. They all look like heavy metal album covers at this point. I follow the guy on Instagram. I wouldn't dare to try to pronounce the way his Instagram handle is, but it's a very heavy metal sounding word that he chose as his username. And that's clearly that kid's art style. I don't know where he's from, but like it's the same guy over and over again for their. Oh, of course. Ask. Yeah. Yeah. I like him. He kills it. I mean, it's, yeah, at first it was a little weird, but they're apt, I'd say. Like, you know, the IPAs are they're good IPAs. I enjoy them. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, once you find a good artist, don't let him go. <laughs> and, and don't let him design for other people, too. Yeah. <laughs> then, then your stuff doesn't stand out. That's right. According Stay- to recent internet drama, you don't, don't let them support, you know, the wrong causes either. <laughs> right, that too. <laughs> Stay in your lane like burial. Yeah, Barry will lock that guy down. Yes. <laughs> He's allowed to do other stuff, but not for any other brewery, I don't think. <laughs> Adam, what are you drinking? So I, uh, I'm going north this time. I'm going up to North Country. 
And I uh, going back into their sour series. We've had one or two of theirs on the show, but this is their watermelon cucumber lime. Oh, yes. I've kind of been looking forward to this one. It's been sitting in my fridge for a few days, and I've been looking at it and looking at it and looking at it. And I decided today was the day. And I like it. It's really, it's quite refreshing. Obviously, you know, with the watermelon and the cucumber, you know, it's got that nice light flavor to it, but it's got just the right amount of sour and tartness to, to not be, you know, just another eh, whatever beer. I like it. I'm a fan. North Country is another one. They're fantastic. Like, they, you know, I mentioned East End earlier. North Country's been doing it just as long. Like, I can remember taking cases of Firehouse Red, like camping. Like, fuck, yeah. 10 years ago, I feels like. I don't know how long ago it was, but good for them. They're still doing it. They're still prospering, obviously, or at least surviving. Yes. And, you know, more. I, can- I would even say they're thriving because their, their variety of beer has gotten bigger and better. For sure. For sure. No, you're 100% right. They, they, you know, I, they, that girl, uh, I follow her on Instagram, I think Meg something, and I apologize if she happens to listen. But she, I think she worked at uh, the one in Homestead that closed, the Rock Bottom, was Yeah, it? she worked at Rock Bottom for a Where? bit as their brewer and then moved up to North Country, yeah. She's still at North Country now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think as far as I know, yes. She, might, she may have moved on, but yeah, she was working at North Country for a bit. Yeah, the last I saw anything, you know, mentioned, that's where she was. And, you know, that's awesome. Congratulations. And good for them for, you know, not – I don't know anything about North Country, but, you know, I, I'll stereotype north of Butler County for a brief moment and just, you know, assume it could have gone really poorly with someone who did a hell of a job making a few good beers up there and, you know, just kept milking it the rest of forever. But obviously they, you know, were – adapting and changing and moving forward and good for them that's awesome i I got nothing but love for the town of slippery rock it's a good time wrapped Mm -hmm. up in a little village agreed agreed and 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 the the uh north country the restaurant and brewery space as a whole is really neat too i really like going up there so what about you steve what are you uh what are you sipping on good i am drinking i went i went back to pittsburgh Oh, okay. I, I shouldn't have gone outside of Pittsburgh. I learned my lesson. <laughs> come back home where you belong. Okay, come back home. Went back to Pittsburgh, and now I'm drinking the Dark Nectar Ooh. by Gristaus. And, yeah, it, it was the right choice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honey Porter, 6.4%. You get a lot of chocolate notes on it, but it also has a real upfront sweetness. So, yeah, it's a pretty excellent beer. Good way to wind the night down. Nice. Yeah. I, uh, if I could find some of that, I'm going to have to get some. I don't know where you will. I had the trade for this one. I know. I know. <laughs> they just won some award for some other uh, honey beer, if I'm not mistaken. Like It wasn't that one, which I, I didn't remember Dark Nectar, I'll be honest. But when they won that award, it was some, the National Honey Board or something? Uh, yes, they did just win an award, and it was in collaboration with an apiary. Uh, the only yeah. other honey beer I can think of for them is their Beautiful Blonde, but I don't think that was it. No, it wasn't that one either. They just, uh, yeah, they did something and, and did it. I can't remember what it was. Hold on. <laughs> National Honey Board real? Is that a real thing? When they said they won an award? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it, was, it was the National Honey Board. 
nice. See, that's funny. Like, <laughs> good for them, but like, you know, come on, get out of here. Uh, actually, it was this beer. It was the Dark Nectar. Was it really? There yeah. you go. Oh, an award-winning beer on an award-winning show. Award-winning beer. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I like it. Yes, and it was brewed in con- uh, conjunction with uh, Bedillion Farms. Okay. Oh. Yes, so that's where, where the they heck got are they out of. That's where they got Bedillion. I don't know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, but that's where they sourced the honey from from Bedillion Farms. Sure. Nice. So yeah, they. Uh, yeah, they brought home the uh, gold medal from the National Honey Board. Was it honey gold? <sighs> <laughs> so this week we are doing the 2020 Fantasy Fridge Draft. <laughs> that was a that was a nice smash cut there, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Bedellian Farm is out of Hickory, PA. All right. Who the yeah. fuck is Hickory, PA? Uh, PA. <laughs> I understand. No, I mean, it could be like, you know, a million miles away, or it could be like 15 minutes from my house. Like, that's all <laughs> random towns in PA are. Somewhere east of Ohio. You don't need to Google that. I was just speaking. <laughs> it, is, it is south of Burgestown. Fair enough. All right, then. Yeah. But, uh, yes, this week we are doing the – 2020 Hobnation USA Fantasy Fridge Draft. And for those of you who have been with us for a while, you know we've been doing this for a bit. And that means every year we have brand new categories. Uh, Unlike regular drafts, we don't have a limit on the beers that we can take. We just have the entirety of beer. Although I will try to ask you to remain within the year 2020, but if you can't, that's fine too. <laughs> I mean, it is a fantasy draft. Right. So it's a fantasy. It's whatever you want to fill out your beer fridge. Yes. For the rest of the year. This year we have five categories and these are our five brand new categories for the year, but we also do have the six flex to round out the fridge. But our five new categories for the 2020 draft are the election night, the what pandemic, the zoomer, the team-friendly deal, and the Aussie rules football pick. And as we go through each category, we'll explain what they are. But uh, the first one we're going to start with, I I actually want to start with the what pandemic. And the what pandemic beer is what beer has helped you forget the world is coming down around you. So what pandemic? (laughs) Uh, Adam, I'll start with you on this one. All right. Uh, And it's, it's, Rather apropos that we have a Grist House beer being drank on this segment because I am going to go right back to Grist House for this one. And I'm actually going to go with the Grist House Crisp, uh, their Kolsch. To me, that was one of the best Kolsches that I've had either in a long time or ever. And to me, that helped me unwind on the back porch, just have a nice clean beer like that and help me just forget about everything where I could just have a, just a good, clean beer and just be. be. That's it. It, it didn't Back have to, to be honey puns. <laughs> yeah. All right. I wasn't going for that, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was. How did it? They come quick. Don't worry. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> but for me, it was just it. It was the perfect beer for just feeling normal again, where it wasn't some super whamadine beer that had eight thousand adjuncts and this and that and the other thing. I like those. But just having just a good old-fashioned beer just to sit on the back porch and just 
just listen to the birds chirp and watch the leaves rustle. I liked it. That's that's what I, what did it for me. So Grist House Crisp, lock it in. I didn't have the Grist House Crisp, but now I want to. You sold it so. <laughs> just saying. Well, I uh, I might have one or two in the in the beer fridge. I might have to send some over your way. Sorry, you live so far away. That's like I couldn't drive there. That would take two. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just gotta find the halfway po- uh, the halfway giant eagle point. That's all. It's probably cranberry and fuck that. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> all right, Bill. What is your fantasy fridge draft for the what pandemic? So for the what pandemic category this year, I'm going to be going with General Braddock's by Mm. Brew General. Uh, General Braddock's is Brew Gentleman's flagship IPA. Uh, They are out in Homestead, which is where Kennywood is, or for most people, so fucking far away that you got to be kidding me. But Brew Gentleman, Contrary to what everyone believed, and everyone is the internet circle I follow, they finally started canning beer, and they had never done that prior. Um, the pandemic forced them into canning their crawlers, which is it's, it's an awesome treat to be able to drive over there, place an order, and get, you know. It's what I always wanted to do. I, I never visited Brew Gentleman before the pandemic. I'll be 100% honest, which is crazy because they're like, you know, the top shelf of breweries in Pittsburgh. But it's so far, and then I would drink too many beers and get so drunk, or I have to buy like six glass bottles to get it all home. And at that point, like, come on. But now that they're doing the crawlers, you know, I can go buy two or three different of the beers I want to try and they finally started canning something, and it's General Braddock's. It's a IPA, but it's a New England IPA, let's be honest, 6.8%. Um, they opted for the 12-ounce cans. So with the pandemic category, I'm going with the Brew Gentleman General Braddock because they're 12-ounce cans, so I can drink so many of them. They're adorable. <laughs> <laughs> and you're skinny. And they fit in the koozies I have for White Claws for my wife, and I can drink them, and they're cute. Brew gentlemen, General Brown. Right on. Yeah. (laughs) That's a good pick. That's a good pick. That is. Holy cow. Yeah. Uh, For myself, I'm already going to break that little rule I laid out at the beginning about the 2020. Jeez. And uh, I'm going to pick the 2019 120-minute dogfish head. Whoa. Jesus couple, couple reasons. One, it's 2019, not 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Two, it's 15 plus percent. Those are so I'm not going to think about anything else. <laughs> I'm not going to think about a pandemic. I'm not going to think about anything but going to sleep. <laughs> so you're beyond just taking your mind off of everything. You're looking for a mind eraser. Exactly. Yeah. I'm erasing the <laughs> situation. <laughs> I'm I use looking for that for the record. But, you know, <laughs> that's a good option as well. Yeah. I, I don't have health insurance, so it's just higher ABV beers. That's all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, I, I'm just looking to time travel back to 2019 with a 2019 beer. <laughs> and that's uh, my answer for that one. Nice. So the next category I'll move on to, uh, it's called the Zoomer. And the Zoomer is what beer do you hide while you're on work from home video calls? 
And I'll start this one off just because I think it's a very simple and easy answer. Uh, the Grist House Morning Feels. And for it's those, coffee, right? it's coffee and tea. So it's, yeah. So it's, it's a very light beer and it's also coffee and tea. So it's something that you can very easily just start drinking in the morning, but you can drink pretty much any time and not feel bad about it. And it's not, you know, it's not blow your ass off high on the ABV. So you can keep it off to the side away from the camera, you know, and then just act like you're throwing something away in the trash can or whatever, and then take a sip. <laughs> sure. sure. Uh, Adam? So for me, I kind of took a different approach uh, because I went for a beer that if it happens to show up on screen, it, I can excuse it for something else. And I must throw this out here, this legal disclaimer. I do not do this during work meetings. I do not do that. Sure. So for sake of legality or if any of my bosses are listening, I actually don't do this. However, hypothetically, if I were to do that, uh, I would go with the 11th hour dream cannon yes. because I could, I could very easily excuse that and say that's like a V8 fusion fruit drink or some juicy juice or something mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So yep. just going for the visual disguise. That, that's just making sure you take that out of the can, but after it's out of the can, it's juice. <laughs> right, exactly. It, it's very easily just, oh, don't worry about it. It's just, you know, just my morning juice. It's my smoothie. Don't yell yes. at me. <laughs> they make crazy-ass looking cans for, like, energy drinks these days. You could very easily pass that off. It's like, <laughs> oh, that's some crazy Red 7 energy drink. It's it, if you told somebody that you were drinking a Dream Cannon, that sounds a bit like an energy drink. Great. It sounds like a Mountain Dew flavor. So It does. <laughs> you know, might be the next Mountain Dew flavor. You never know. Mm -hmm. 11th hour should get their lawyers in order. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Bill? What do you got for your, uh, for your Zoomer? Okay. Well, I unfortunately was one of the sad saps when the pandemic had, whose company decided to say, fuck it, we're out. Never mind. You're unemployed now. So Oof. I've been just laying low and, you know, that – Cannes Pittsburgh has kind of had some down weeks and, and it was more due to uh, my uh, we'll breeze over with just inability to get myself motivated to give a fuck about can releases this week. And Understood. Understood. So I unfortunately for me and this category have not been subject to work from home Zoom meetings. My wife, God bless her, lives in the other bedroom during the week and she handles that, the working part of our family. Um, but it, I can, going back to you, Adam, a hypothetical situation, I can pretend that I was still working and taking Zoom meetings instead of being unemployed. And that would all be in the morning because I was a morning type worker. And therefore, I'm going to roll with the, I think it's this week, if I'm not mistaken, Bottle Service is the name of it from Hitchhiker Brewing. Mm -hmm. It is their fruited sour, but it should be called a fruited mimosa sour because what they're going for is the orange juice vodka taste. Now, bottle service is a beer that I previously, on uh, when I used to take pictures of my beers on Instagram, which I kind of gave up with because, you know, the world's fucking ending. And cares about <laughs> beers on Instagram. It was the one beer I declared that I could possibly drink on the regular before noon because it literally tastes more like orange juice than any other beer that is in a can from Pittsburgh breweries on the regular. It is, uh, I mean, I don't know about now, but in the before times, bottle service Saturday was a fucking nightmare at Hitchhiker. They were 
25 deep and people were waiting. Everyone, I, I'm not generalizing, but it seemed there was more females at this can release than males. And, you know, anyone who was, I always saw, had their significant other with them for bottle service week versus not on, you know, double Bane week or whatever it may have been. Um, I feel like it's a beer for everyone. And I feel like it's definitely a beer for me on a Zoom meeting before noon because I could most assuredly pass it off as some orange juice. Damn, these are some good answers. So, uh, all right, just a quick comparison. Uh, is Does bottle service taste more like orange juice than that trash concentrate Donald Duck orange juice? <laughs> First of all, I will not allow derogatory statements towards Donald Duck orange juice. That shit is legit, and it's real, and they don't even make it anymore because it was so good. They were like, oh, you can't sell that shit for 78 cents. It's real fucking orange juice, despite the fact that it's frozen. That said, I think that Donald Duck has the edge on real orange juice taste, but I mean, I would most assuredly rather drink bottle service than sunny delight which i haven't had since i was 12 until i have a kid who's now five and ends up with it somehow and i taste it and i'm like holy shit that is garbage <laughs> close to orange juice like, it burns me more than like the greenest ipa you could ever imagine like, <laughs> i can't fathom that i ever enjoyed sunny delight yeah it, it is pretty sugar heavy <laughs> it's rough it's definitely rough. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me so sad because I loved it. I would chug it like. Oh yeah, we all grew up drinking I trash. Was a fat kid, I guess. <laughs> we all grew up drinking trash. All right, our next category is called the election night, oh. and this one is the regardless of your political leanings, uh, what beer do you plan on celebrating with? or weeping into on November 3rd. So you don't, you don't have to get into who you're voting for, or what you believe in, any shit like that. I if you're Green Party, that's cool. Uh, we just want to know what you're getting into that night. <laughs> so I'll start with you, Bill, on this one. Okay. So I'll use this minor period of time to state anyone that happens to follow me on Twitter, I sincerely apologize if I'm posting political shit that you don't want to actually listen to. And every time I do it, I feel really bad after because I'm like, oh, fuck. These people just want cameras. They don't give a shit that you're retweeting this asshole. <laughs> I'm assuming for election night, I will be in it for the long haul. Therefore, I'm going very low ABV because I'm going to need a lot of beer because I'm going to watch TV until like four in the morning. See the aforementioned unemployed comment. Squish by Cinderlands. That's my choice. Ooh. Squish is their house IPA. I don't even think it's in cans right now, which is kind of weird. So Cinderlands, get on that because it should always be in cans. And it was for the longest time, but I feel like something happened and they haven't put it out in a minute because I definitely haven't mentioned that they were releasing new cans of Squish recently. But I haven't been to Cinderlands in a minute, so they may very well have it in the cooler and just aren't talking about it. That might be my bet. Um, 5% pale ale, and again, it's not a Sierra Nevada pale ale. We're talking about a New England IPA, but it's 5%, so we call it a pale ale. Um, I will add the asterisk caveat slash of, at some point they did Southern Squish, which happened to be 5.5% alcohol, still pale ale. Hazy IPA pale um, and that was using Southern hops as opposed to what they generally use for squish. Uh, I have one can of Southern left, and 
uh, not enough Kansas Swiss left for the election night. But if I was picking one beer for election night, that's what I'm dealing with because I could just bring up half a rack and, and you know, settle in for the long haul. All right on. That makes sense. I'll say, I think, though, I did see some squish at the Robinson Market District. Work. So it might be something they're putting out more on a regular basis and not advertising it as a new release every week. That is 100% possible. Like, it is literally the, the great problem of Cam's Pittsburgh. Because, like, you know, for example, Allegheny City Brewing. Like, they, every time of the week, they're like, oh, we have 12 in cans, plus we have this one. And I'm thinking... 12 in cans? Like, I can't remember saying you have four in cans. I kind of try to say what they're saying, but if they release a bunch of shit and they never mention it, like, you know, I'll beware. These breweries have tons of cans. Go buy them, for sure. Yeah, check it out. Call them up. Check their websites, too, because some of them still have online ordering or whatever. But Online ordering, Instagram, Twitter. You should be checking on Facebook, but I don't go there. If you do, you should go there as well. (laughs) Some people's choice. All right. For me, my election night beer, and I'm probably not going to be able to get it, but if I could get it, I would have it, is uh, the RAR 10-layer stout. I know where you can get some, Steve. Okay, I'm just saying. That's, I know a guy. Oh, that's good. That's good because I might want some because that is a knockout stout. It is a, it is treats. It, it's just nothing but fat time treats. And uh, that's what I want because I both have to reconcile voting for somebody I don't want to vote for. <laughs> but the vote for somebody I don't want to vote for to make sure that the worst person ever <laughs> is no longer president. That's a nice tightrope you're walking there, Steve. Yeah. <laughs> you, you said regardless of who you're voting for, so I steered clear of the whole Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I gave it to you. You don't vote guy out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm, I'm saying if you don't, I don't, I didn't know. For, I, I was pretty sure of your political leanings, but you know, you don't have to out yourself in any way that you don't want to. I, I, but, I, I, I personally feel like you're not outing yourself for this personal election and you're doing a disservice to the country. Yeah. It is, it's, it's a ridiculous, unreal point in time. And you know, I don't think any of us are equipped to deal with the gravity of the current situation, <laughs> which makes it even more impossible to deal with it mentally. It's, yeah. There's the hell out of me. I'll be honest. Yeah, it's pretty impossible and it sucks, but that's what we have to do. Um, but yeah, being that I, you know, I don't, I'm not in love with the person I'll be voting for, I'll just have to reconcile that with heavy, yummy pastry stouts. <laughs> what what person is the RAR triple layer stout? You mentioned? Oh, it's like seven or eight, right, Adam? Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. Those people make like candy in a beer can. I've, oh yeah, I've never come across any RAR, but like, the slush puppy on the can is enough to make me want to drink some of it. Uh, it's seven and a half, Steve. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, seven or eight, like I said. But yeah, Perfect. like I yeah. said, I know a guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so dump a couple down those down my hole and just pass out and hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a regular Saturday night. Yeah. Well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a thursday now say, a thursday be, yeah. tuesday whatever there you go try that oh, one i thought thursday too you're right that's weird tuesday no, november 3rd isn't it yeah it's the third yeah. Tuesday. oh boy 
Adam, what's your election night beer? So I'm going the same direction as you are, Steve, where it's time for Fatty Boy Desserts. Uh, but instead of going south of Pittsburgh, I'm going north. And I'm going to have a, a bit of a twofer here. I'm going with Southern Tier. Uh, number one is going to be the Warlock because Warlock is delicious. And it's just about time for Warlock to be going on the sale shelf so I can get it for a good price, which I like. Uh, and I'm going to pair that with whatever Blackwater Series beer is out there at that time. Okay. Because that's, that's where the Fatty Boy Stout beers come into play. And I'm just going to drink those. Big heavy hitters. Just, I, wonder, I wonder if S'mores will be back around at that point. Ooh, I hope so. S'mores Nitro. Yeah. 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 Maybe they'll be back at that point. So that'll be a one-two punch, and those will probably be the only two punches I'll need. So, and then yeah. I'll be good for the rest of the night. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Again, pass out and hope for the best. Yes. <laughs> hope the Green Party wins. <laughs> and then, and then amazing, okay. Hey, just an amazing turnaround. The Green Party gets in. You go, oh. <laughs> All right. So next category is called the Team Friendly Deal. And this is the beer that you've had many times before, but you always use it to fill out a mix of six. Yeah. Every now and then we go to the grocery store, we have a mix of six, and then that's just one empty space gets left open. So, Adam, what do you fill that empty space with? So, this one is one that I, I've drank it so many times that I don't care to admit, but I'm going to drink it so many more times again. Uh, it's not even local. It's from, I think, out in California, but the Anderson Valley Winter Solstice. Yes. I absolutely love that beer, and anytime it's available, if I got any slots left in that mix of six, boom, that's almost automatic. I got no problems with Anderson Valley. They, they make a quality beer for being not Pittsburgh. And right, exactly. Yeah, sign me up for that stuff anytime. Bill, how about you? Um, this is the mix of six, yeah. Okay, so my uh, – I don't do the mix of six often. I'll be honest with you. I'm more of a straightforward back from the brewery kind of guy, but my giant Eagle uh, is one of the weird ones. It's like independently owned. So like their beer section sucked forever. And then all of a sudden it got like really good. And I grabbed one of the poor kids. I was like, what the fuck is going on around here? Like, why did it change? And he was like, dude, it's the owner's son. He like started paying attention to the beer and like, he's into it. He's when this happens, it's totally crazy and conceited on myself, but I always say to myself, oh, they must follow Cannes Pittsburgh because like literally <laughs> it's like in my giant eagle and they're vehemently aggressive regarding this is old, get it in the mixed six pack case like that are, I think it's 12 bucks for a six pack, like mm -hmm. yeah. or whatever it is like, so I've, I've pulled some stuff and I like I was like, this is old. And I've opened it and I've been like, oh, fuck, that's disgusting. But I've had a lot of luck with, and my choice for the add to my mix six is anything from four points brewing in the six-ish percent range, which is their 400, and then they do the four point, oh, no, excuse me, fourth street. And they do yeah. a fourth street plus variant of it where they add an extra hot. And whatever one of those, when they make it to the cheap cooler of the big six, I'll throw one of those guys in there because they're always solid. Like, you know, they, they're they uh, not too heavy 
hazy IPA, make no mistake. It's the mm-hmm. same one when I'm, you know, searching for, but uh, they're crazy. Like that four points. I I made my poor, I think it was Valentine's Day. She was like, where should we go? And I was like, how about barbecue? And she was like, yes. And I was like, cool. We're going to drive to Charleroi. And she's like, oh, <laughs> Charleroi. And, you know, like an hour later we got there and you know, the beer was great. The food was fantastic. But I, you know, it's so far. Um, and it's crazy because the brewer, I, the head brewer, Adam, from Twitter is the only way I know him. But we've met now in real life. He, like, lives, like, right down the street. And, like, I wouldn't drive to Four Points Brewing, <laughs> like, if you paid me a But this man apparently drives there on the regular, like, to work. Nonetheless, they're, like, the dude and they are cranking out consistently fantastic beers to mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, For sure. Yeah, I don't I don't think we've had a bad one from them yet. No. Nope. nope. Not that I can think of. That's my add to the six pack because they're always in there. And it, it makes me sad that they're cheap, but it makes me happy I can buy them for less money than I usually would. Say I, I'm jealous that you're getting that level of beer in your mix of six cooler. Yeah, at, we at my giant are. eagle, <laughs> it is nowhere near that. I'll shout them out. It's the Gibsonia Giant Eagle. I don't know what goes on there, but it's any other one I go to, they have the same selection. But mm. that one, and I think Giant Eagle, some of them are like independently owned. And that's what I'm assuming is going on. Because my local one, yeah, there's two or three beer distributors near me that are fucking killing it currently. It's, it's ridiculous. Like the, the quality of local cans that come way closer to me than I deserve. <laughs> I say it's, it seems like from this time last year to now, the, the individual distributors have just upped their game tremendously as well. For sure. I agree 100%. I mean, I, I, I think that's a huge product of where we are. I mean, you know, they, like, you know, go to my default, Dancing Gnome. Like, they were probably selling 80% of their beer in kegs out, out of the tap room. Like, that place was insane. You walked in, it was asses to elbows from <laughs> door to the back window to the bathroom. And, you know, now that's none of that. And they're, they're selling four or six dollar cans and four packs where they were getting seven or nine for pints like right. that in and of itself might not even talking about the cost of aluminum or canning it like you know they're they're i feel bad for them like to the point that i do for the guy who's making beer that's selling you know it's weight in gold basically you know <laughs> congrats like you know it sucks that where we are this is a shit situation for you know not only them, but so many people, obviously. But, you know, at least they have that option. And, you know, they're, they're doing all right. With yeah. that. I would hope they're doing all right. I, I can't say they are. I don't fucking know. But I hope <laughs> they are. Anyone that, you know, does it, I hope you're still here in a year. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, my answer is simply Bell's Two-Hearted. Moving on. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> Nothing else needed to be said. No, there's really no other other discussion. No. Nope. Nope. <laughs> if it's if I'm missing a spot, Bell's too hard it goes in. <laughs> right. There for an option, take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Our next category is the Aussie Rules football pick. And for this, the uh, category is that the beer that does its best to replicate something that isn't beer. So a beer that mimics a cocktail or a dessert food or soda or anything like that. Uh, for me, I chose the Millie's Ice Cream and Shoe Brew collaboration. 
Yeah. That was the Earl Grey ice cream. Beer. Is that the uh, the London Fog? Yeah, the London Fog, the the Earl Grey ice cream beer. That uh, boy, oh boy, did that just taste like Earl Grey ice cream? That's awesome. <laughs> I didn't try that one. That's awesome. That it was fantastic. That's good to hear. It really was. Yeah. So if you're, yeah, it, obviously it was just packed full of Earl Grey and lactose. <laughs> it was, but it was really creamy and it wasn't a stout. So. I feel like when you get away from stouts, you actually give the other flavors uh, the ability to breathe. Sure. So, so like Earl Grey was able to shine a lot more than had it had to compete with like a roasted barley or a chocolate malt. So, yeah, uh, that's my mimic. It's a really good one, and I hope they make it again. But they, they, they seem to be pretty heavy on their Shunami series right now. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, for sure. Currently, their thing, no doubt. Who's yeah. to say what's to come? Right, <laughs> Adam. So for me, I'm uh, I'm going back to the good folks at Grist House. Which uh, first, I want to say congratulations on your new crosswalk. That's really neat looking. <laughs> right, that was pretty crazy. <laughs> it is pretty sweet. I was staring at it, trying to figure out where the fuck it was, and I was like, oh, it must be all the way. I guess like like Grant Street. Like it's that crosswalk. Yeah, like all the way out by the Mini Mart. Like not, it's gotta be. Yeah. yeah, I would think so. So for those not in the know, uh, there was a new crosswalk painted in Millvale, which is of course the original home of Grist House, and they they painted it in such a way that they have the the four major uh, ingredients of beer: the rice kite kaboot or whatever the hell it's called. I don't know. What that Rein heights kaboot. That's the one. Um, but it was just a a symbol of you know of the brewery in Millvale. It was really nice looking. Check it out on the social media. It's pretty neat. But the beer that I chose was the Grist House Utterly Dunked, okay. which, which uh, was uh, Oreos and Milk. I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was straight-up Oreos and Milk. It was a collab with Turner Dairy, right? Yes. Utterly? You said Utterly, right? Yes. Right. Uh, and, and to me, that, that worked perfectly as a, an Oreo beer. There it is. Those for our video are, watchers. Yes, for our video watchers. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to an audio, go watch us on YouTube. But yes, the Utterly Dunked, I thought that hit that right out of the park with the, the I'll say, sandwich cookie style beer. Because I don't know what kind of copyrights are going to be thrown <laughs> about. Say Hydrox. And such. <laughs> well, that's yeah. probably copyrighted Hydrox. too. No, Hydrox is dead. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> It's not a sentence I thought I'd hear today. <laughs> I jocks is dead. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, what's your mimic Aussie rules football? Oh, uh, my selection for this category. So I'm going to go. I originally had the one I already mentioned, which was the bottle service, because there was the mimosa sour, and that technically would fulfill this category as well. Mm-hmm. But I instead opted to pivot as people keep telling me on the internet and i <laughs> went to the fruit whip series from sellers they seller works brewing is up in sarver pa which sounds like in the middle of nowhere but it's southern butler county like just above the allegheny county line uh 28 gets you there and they do a fruit whip series which they if they would have wanted to get sued would have called the dole whip series and it's basically trying to mimic the dole whip ice cream um the first one they did was pineapple 
And at that point, they explained to me, because I go there sometimes, that the pineapple Dole Whip, apparently you can only buy it in Disney World. Like, mm-hmm. Disney a Dole, and you only can get pineapple Dole Whip at Disney properties. Hmm. Yeah. But they, other, like, I went to Idaho, I take my kid to Idlewild, and they have Dole Whip. Never have pineapple. I ask, and people just kind of shake their head, like, let's not talk about that. <laughs> but Cello uh, Works, good for them. Their first flavor was pineapple, which I kind of like their moxie, but they've done a bunch since. Uh, currently in the fridge, I have Tropical, and it's Tropicali. I don't know how to say that word. I'm not going to pretend I can pronounce ease with a little slash thing over them, but it is a 6% fruited sour, and it's one of these, uh, again, the pastry sour or, you know, super sugary fruited sours. It's a treat. Um, lactose is involved it's you know i'm wait one of these days i'm gonna freeze one and like chunk it out with a spoon and see if it tastes like ice. <laughs> i'm pretty sure you could do that um they taste like ice cream you know, beer ice cream ice cream beer you know <laughs> it's it's ridiculous and they're not helping my teeth <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that I don't think any of these sugary ass beers are helping anybody's dental work. <laughs> no, no, these are not diet beers by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, no. yeah. thankfully they're six or seven percent, so you go, you know, you get four deep, and you're like, well, I'm gonna call it a night now. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> All right, our final category for the evening is the flex round, and that's where you can just pick whatever. So now it's time to pick the one beer to just kind of round everything out. And who wants to go first on the flex round? Mine's really boring. I'll go first. I'm taking Painter Pigment, which was the first beer I drank this evening. And it is, as I've previously gone into this evening, currently my favorite all-time beer. I don't know what is up with the Strata Hops, but Dancing Gnome must have clearly locked up a contract. Because I think Painter Pigment came out six or seven times so far in 2020. I don't, I don't know. I keep buying it. Like... I have it stockpiled for weeks. Like, uh, hopefully it comes out in October or November, and then I should be all right. But otherwise, I'll run out. But I, I flex, whatever rounds out my fridge. Yeah, that's what rounds out my fridge currently. Is nice. Painter pigment by the nose. Right on. Nice. Uh, for me, my flex, looking at my fridge, I've already drafted a bunch of fatty boy time stuff, so I don't need to. And I also have IPAs in there with the 120 minute in the uh, two hearted. So my flex this year is going to go to the Schlinkerla Urbach. Just get a nice smoky Rausch beer in there. Why am I not surprised there's a Rausch beer involved? That's right. <laughs> Papa needs a smoky beer. Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah, it's, again, it's not the most exciting answer, but it's obviously a beer that I'm going to drink a shitload of because I love that beer. (laughs) I also love barbecue and bacon and chicken wings, and it goes with all of those things as well. (laughs) Yeah, That is what the flex beer is all about, my friend. Absolutely. Adam. So, for me, I kind of went a little bit of a different route. Because for me, the flex position is always something that you want to get as many points as you can as possible out of it. So I went for something that I know I'm going to get, you know, a lot of, a lot of use out of. And for me, I'm going to go with the the Prairie Christmas Bomb. Nice. I like it. Damn dog. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, hey, you're going to get a lot of points with that one. Yeah. <laughs> 
And I, I, I like that beer. Now, granted, you can't drink a lot of them, so there's not a long, lot, of long, lot of longevity there. That's a weird sentence to say. But it's going to make a big splash. It's going to have a couple of big splash plays. It's going to give me a lot of points. And let's be honest, it's freaking delicious. Oh, yeah. it's fantastic. Prairie is sure. one of the ones. I don't, they're, they're, they're heavily distributed in Pittsburgh, which I love. And I, I, I'm not, you know, they amuse the hell out of me on Twitter and Instagram. I'll be honest with you. Like they, the whole attitude and, you know, thing they, they're putting out there is very interesting and, you know, kind of quirky, I suppose. But it, uh, they make some fantastic fucking beers, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, rainbow, there's a rainbow sherbet fruited sour. Ooh. It tastes Ooh. more like rainbow sherbet ice cream from those little fucking Cool Whip plastic containers from yeah. than anything I've ever tasted since rainbow sherbet. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, huh. hats off to Prairie Artisan Ales. What do they call themselves? Yeah, Prairie, Ales. Yeah, Prairie Artisan Ales. Yeah, good for them. I, I enjoy them, and I don't know how the fuck they made it to Pittsburgh from Oklahoma, but congrats, because <laughs> that's great. Yeah, good on you. <laughs> yeah. Probably the, one of the best things to come out of Oklahoma in, long, in a long time. I can't think of anything else good from Oklahoma. I, I'm not from, <laughs> right. Now, now, let's not just start shitting on Oklahoma. <laughs> not hating. Not hating. They're, they're going to rescind our prairie <laughs> rations. <laughs> like straight line on their state. It freaks me out. Like, if you've got a weird straight line sticking off the top of your state, I'm nervous. <laughs> The damn panhandles. Yeah, exactly. Quit it. (laughs) All right. Well, that's the 2020 Fantasy Fridge Draft. If you would like to participate and submit your own Fantasy Fridge Draft, then just email us at hotnationusa at gmail.com and we'll check them out. And if we get enough submissions, maybe we'll do a contest or something. I don't know. (laughs) I like that. Yeah, we'll We'll give them a prize of some sort. Yeah, well, maybe maybe we'll hold a tournament or something. But uh, Sure, why not? Yeah. In the meantime, though, let's go back to Bill. And, Bill, go ahead and plug whatever you want to plug. Obviously, we've talked already a lot that you know, you're at CansPGH on Twitter, but if you have anything else. I really don't. Twitter is the main place to find me currently. Uh, I still have the Instagram account. I haven't posted in a while. I kind of stopped because, like, you know, I was mainly pulling my posts from the Instagram posts of the breweries. And at this point, like, if you're following me, you're probably following Cinderlands and Hitchhiker and Dancing Gnome. And if you're not, then, like, you know, I'll get back to it. Like, at some point, I'm going to start posting Instagram posts to say, like, you should probably go to Twitter and follow me because I'm not even posting over here. Nonetheless, at Cans PGH, and I pretend it says at CansPittsburgh.com. Uh, I have the website, but I haven't posted since March, so don't go there. And currently, it'll tell you your browser is going to go through security bullshit or something. So, like, it's not a good idea. I'm not trying to get virus, I swear to God, but it's just I haven't done anything. But maybe soon. Right on, right on. We uh, we also do not post frequently on our website, so we get it. <laughs> you guys post about, like, services for, like, handling your website. I'm about to contact your asses to make me a video or something. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. My, video, my website. Oh, yeah, if you need any kind of video services or anything, I've got you. <laughs> we know a guy. <laughs> if you need any of that, I'm here for you. Very uh, <laughs> If you want to follow what I appreciate everything you guys do. Every, every time I post, I, yeah, anyone, but you guys are right there all the time and have been since the beginning. So that's awesome. And that's, I really appreciate it. 
Hey, we appreciate all the you know retweets and stuff we get from you as well because you retweet stuff when we're just like talking about t-shirts and shit. So, uh, no, yeah. I, you know things continue. I may be headed towards the t-shirt glass market myself, so uh, I'm right there with you. Right? If you need a designer, I know a guy. Uh, <laughs> I like it. This is fantastic. You guys are great. Thank you so much. I really appreciate being here. It's awesome. Yeah, I'm thanks glad for coming you, on. You were able to come on board. Yeah, yeah. for sure, definitely. You, you need someone, you let me know. Right on. Well, if you want to follow us on social media, all you have to do is search Hop Nation USA and that'll get you Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. We're on all of those with varying degrees of participation. <laughs> We're mostly Twitter as well, though. Uh, but if you want to listen to brand new episodes of the Hop Nation USA podcast every Friday, as you should, then search Hop Nation USA on your favorite podcatcher or on Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, whatever, wherever, Spotify. Can't cast. Can't just cast. fucking Google it for Christ's sake. Like, <laughs> yes. it's not hard. Just Google it, but when you Google it, make sure you include the USA and that'll get you us for sure. We we are the number one result when you Google it correctly. <laughs> but if you're on any of those platforms Put it on the screen, dude. Put it on the screen. <laughs> if you're on any of those platforms, though, leave a five star review because we are a six star show, but they only let us use five. And that's a bigger crime than bashing on Oklahoma for the last five minutes of the show. <laughs> I said I like prairie artisan ales. I know, but when you say bad things about Oklahoma, the Thunder are going to try to take back our prairie rations. There's like 15 people that live in Oklahoma or something. I can't lose my double dunk, you guys. You got to quit it. <laughs> it's cool. Everything is cool. I appreciate how quickly you pivoted over to self-preservation, Steve. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, no, it's it's all selfish. It's never, <laughs> it's never altruistic. It's all just like I can't lose double dunk. I can't lose Christmas bomb. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, shoot! Well, Bill, thank you again for coming on board. We greatly appreciate it. You're welcome it back. Was my anytime. pleasure. Thank you guys so much. I sincerely appreciate the time. It was awesome. Good luck with everything. Right Thank back you. at you. And when, uh, when Cans Philly kicks up, let us know. No fucking way. Cans Harrisburg. Cans <laughs> no, no. Erie. You can be uh, what, what, uh, Youngstown. Maybe Youngstown. No, there Youngstown. Go. All right. You, you can franchise these out. You don't have to do it yourself. You just franchise it out. Sounds like a guy with way more motivation than I have. <laughs> Look, the trick is that you just register all these oh. domains on Twitter. You know, you own them, but then you make other people buy them off you. <laughs> Five grand a month. And that's capitalism. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week with something new. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys.